Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. The Alabama legislative session begins on February 6th. And Todd Stacy, host of Alabama Public Television's Capital Journal, shares his preview on In Focus. Todd normally joins us for the Friday News Wrap, but today we're taking a more in-depth look at some of the legislative proposals. Todd Stacy, thank you for joining us for In Focus. Thanks for having me. We are facing the February 6th start of the next legislative session. What's on tap from your perspective? Yeah, I expect to see lots of big issues. It always starts with the budgets. Anything that's passed, any kind of new program or fee or anything like that is always going to have to be reflected in the budget. So they'll have a general fund that pays for non-education state agencies, things like prisons, Medicaid, DHR, obviously public safety. Then you've got the Education Trust Fund, and that pays for the range of education services from pre-K all the way to higher ed. So you obviously start there, but there are going to be some really interesting issues. You've got school choice that a lot of Republicans are interested in. The governor is expected to drop legislation dealing with education savings accounts and allowing parents to use a certain bit of taxpayer dollars to go and send their kids to a private school or homeschool setting. You're going to have some red meat issues, as I call them, issues that really appeal to the Republican base, like ballot harvesting and and election security, like this diversity, equity, and inclusion that are kind of buzzwords on the right. And then you get to gambling. But I expect gambling bill to be introduced pretty early in the session and probably be debated pretty early in the session. I think the lawmakers who've been working on this for better part of a year are eager to get going. I guess, Todd, the question from the listener's perspective is, can the legislature do what it needs to do without being distracted by an issue? Now, gambling comes up time and time again, and then a lot of time is spent on that, and you're talking about the budget as the priority. I've heard on your program legislators' concern about having enough money. You know, we've had this federal money up until now. You're very right about the concern that the money could run out. You know, tax receipts to the general fund look strong as they've ever looked. The Education Trust Fund is still strong. Now, it's not going to be the historic high that it was last year and the year before that, because you're right, so much federal money had been infused there, and it's still kind of trickling up. It'll trickle up through the tax base. And so, yeah, for that reason, you've seen the legislature, even though there were these giant surpluses, historic surpluses, they didn't go and spend it all. That what they've done is put it in special savings accounts and trust funds to make sure that if there is a rainy day down the road, then they won't be broke and have to do the proration cuts that we remember from decades ago. So, yeah, I do think you've got a conservative, cautious uh, legislature. 
everybody's got a different set of priorities. Some are budget hawks. Some are really into the gambling issues. Some really want that red meat conservative stuff. Some come with very parochial issues from their districts. So that's what's interesting about the legislature. You know, you've got 140 people from all across the state, and they all represent different interests with different priorities, but they've got to figure out a way to make it all work in the end. You know, a lot of consumers are concerned about health care and the closure of, what, 16 rural hospitals across Alabama. There's an initiative, a Demopolis Health Care High School. Has that been approved? Well, it would need to be funded. Last year, Governor Ivey put it in her budget proposal for the legislature. At the very end, it was taken out. They did not have the money to fund this Demopolis Healthcare High School. And it's really a statewide healthcare high school, akin to the science and math high school, the arts and science. Now they have a cyber one up in Huntsville. So, same concept, you specialize in this one area. Some of the legislature did not really feel this issue had been fleshed out. Maybe why Demopolis? Or do we have enough really to commit to this? Was there enough of a plan? But one thing has happened that will probably impact that, and that's that Bloomberg, Mike Bloomberg and his philanthropy, have pledged $24 million to the project. Now, that's about 40% of what it costs overall, but it's contingent on the state also coming through with that money. So I think that might tip the scales and convince the legislature, hey, that's a lot of free money to get started. You know, the lieutenant governor talked about workforce development. You've been covering that. What do you think? I do see workforce development getting some momentum. We don't know what that means just in dollars and cents. We don't know, are they going to go big on this big sea change in what the lieutenant governor is proposing? That would be probably the biggest long-term policy change of the session if they did, maybe right up there with gambling. I also look at the issue of mental health. There was this effort last year to pass a 98-cent user fee, basically, for folks' cell phone bill to pay for 988 mental health crisis services. Right now, if you dial 988, that is the line for mental health crisis, kind of like 911 is for health crisis. In a lot of places in the urban areas and suburbs, you can have service, but out in the rural areas, you don't. So there's this real effort, you know, help pay for that by instituting this fee. Of course, nobody likes to pay for a fee, even though they already do for 911. So I look for that issue to come back up. There's been some polling that does show some momentum in terms of voters really supporting more mental health services, partially because more and more people are touched by mental health and substance abuse problems. I noticed on Capital Journal, one of the issues was this human traffic bill in the Alabama legislature. Do you think it'll get much traction? I do in two ways. I think, number one, they're always looking for ways to crack down on horrific crimes like human trafficking. And I know that our state lawmakers have worked a lot with members of Congress and even federal prosecutors on what exactly are the levers they need to pull to have the most effect. And so, yes, I do think that, you know, you've got members saying that they want the toughest human trafficking law in the country. That's easy to say, harder to implement. There are all kinds of things about criminal procedure that have to be taken into account. There are constitutional rights. You want to craft a bill that is tough, that allows the police to do their jobs and to crack down on criminals, but that also won't be overturned in the courts. But that's really the balance to strike. What are your plans to cover the legislative session? The legislative session is always fun for us because instead of a weekly show, it becomes a nightly show. Starting next Monday night, we'll have a nightly show at 1030, right after your local news. 
where we break down what happened that day in the legislature. Of course, Monday they won't have met yet, <laughs> but we'll just kind of use that as a preview. So yeah, every night we'll be going over, here's what happened in the House, here's what happened in the Senate, maybe some action committees, but also doing the interviews like we always do. Who made news that day or who's got a bill coming up? So that'll be every night, 1030. As always, our weekend review show will be Friday nights at 730 and Sundays at noon. That's a time where we get to really catch up on a whole week's worth of action for an hour-long show with topical guests as well. So looking forward to it. We always do. It's a lot, but it's a lot of fun, too. Todd, let's remind people how to catch Capital Journal. People watch in different ways. There's the website, aptv.org. That's really easy. All the videos are there. Some people like YouTube. Some people kind of surf YouTube. So we do have a YouTube channel where you can watch. Also, the podcast. A lot of people find it convenient when they're driving to work just to listen to that 30-minute podcast. It's the audio of our show. It catches you up on everything that happened the night before. So I encourage you, wherever you get your podcasts, to go check out Capital Journal because a lot I've gotten a lot of feedback that, hey, that's the easiest way to catch up. So check it out. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining us today here at Troy Public Radio's In Focus with the preview of the legislative session starting on February 6th. Looking forward to it. That was Todd Stacy, host of Alabama Public Television's Capital Journal. Todd has joined us today instead of tomorrow for the Friday News Wrap to take a more in-depth look at the February 6th legislative session. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.